Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody, it's Kelsey here for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Brad Hill. He's the president of Scaled Gigs. Brad, welcome to the show. Hi, Kelsey. Happy to be here. So, Brad, tell me a little bit about yourself. Oh, okay, that sounds great to start. So I am, I'm president of Skill Gigs for our digital part of our marketplace, very specifically. I joined the organization a little over a year ago. Prior to that, I spent about two and a half decades, what I would consider in the IT staffing, IT outsourcing world, working with two very large um, uh, global companies that handled a large amount of that, that part of that industry. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as my career began to progress, we started to see uh, us moving into a place to where what we're building at, at, at Skill Gigs is starting to kind of reimagine the way employers uh, connect with talent. Uh, in a lot of ways, removing a lot of the middle layers that um, were applied to those third party agency businesses that I was a part of. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So when did you first become interested in IT staffing and outsourcing? Yeah. So, you know, I think for me, I, I kind of fell into it coming out of college, to be quite honest with you. This was in the, you know, kind of the mid to late 90s. And quite mm-hmm. frankly, I didn't I had no idea that this industry existed um, from a standpoint of contracting and outsourcing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of fell into it uh, by happenstance coming out of college and then, you know, really kind of got um, uh, very interested in the concept of getting people to work. And, mm-hmm. you know, the companies I worked for initially were you know very specific around recruiting and IT staffing and recruiting. And then my career evolved into outsourcing over those that tenure. But um, there's something, you know, really fantastic about offering someone a job. And in in this Mm -hmm. world of contract staffing, which is where I started in that industry, Mm -hmm. um, it it really provided a tremendous amount of pride of what we did. Um, Now, in the last two and a half decades, you know, things have changed a lot. And, you know, COVID has also ushered in a lot of changes in the way we think about work, the purpose of work, Mm -hmm. um, what goes into everything that we do to find fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it's also, you know, technology allows us to think about business models completely differently, which is why this marketplace concept that we're doing today, which is um, a big part of how we create engagement. And and really, in a lot of ways, from where I began my career, where I was a part of the middle layer Mm -hmm. of connecting talent to an employer, Mm-hmm. Um, basically removing my role that I had would have had, you know, 25 years ago and allowing talent to directly connect with employers and employers to directly connect with talent. OK, very interesting. So talk to me a little bit more about this skill gigs marketplace. What does that look like? Yeah. So when we think about skill gigs as a marketplace, think about it as a direct sourcing or like I call active sourcing marketplace to where employers are able to publish what we call their gigs, which can be mm-hmm. contractor perm opportunities into a marketplace of talent. So talent gets an opportunity to build a profile in our marketplace today. Mm-hmm. And we give them an environment to create a brand. They can create a 3D resume, which provides a what we call a skill index. It gives a three-dimensional view of their career and create a skill listing, which is like their product. So we do have a kind of an e-commerce feel. If you think of us as an e-commerce marketplace for connecting talent to employers, that's a big part of what we want to do. But the biggest piece is transparency and empowerment. So we allow the talent to have the, the control and transparency and the empowerment of what they want to make. 
and the mm-hmm. pay that they believe they're, they're valued to, mm-hmm. as well as the employers to be able to control their investments mm-hmm. um, when, when it comes to connecting those. So what's unique about our technology is it allows us to get the bidding process uh, taken care of in the front part of the process mm-hmm. of interviewing. Okay. So, you know, talent stages and hiring stages are pretty ubiquitous. But what we like to be able to do, particularly in a world where I think specifically around digital talent, where demand outplaces supply considerably, mm-hmm. Um, we want to be able to create an environment to where employers and the talent can connect when it comes to skills specific, as well as the understanding the costs and investments are going to come across that relationship. So that's a that's a core tenet of our marketplace. And I when I we, we hear a lot about direct sourcing and direct sourcing to me in its historical form, uh, kind of format is very one directional, an employer reaching out to a talent hoping that talent is available in a lot of uh, job posting boards. It's particularly probably a resume, not necessarily a person. Mm-hmm. So our technology is mobile and allows you to connect with a person, with a profile and a brand that's actually looking for an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that in, in, in turns creates a completely different, more meaningful connection when it comes to someone sourcing that talent. Mm-hmm. And that ability for the talent to also basically engage the employer. So this is where the active sourcing kind of component comes into play. Mm-hmm. Um, employers are obviously engaging talent, but talent can also match to employers and engage the talent, the, the employer directly as well. So they're not working through a third party agency that's mm-hmm. deciding their own fate and gatekeeping mm-hmm. their opportunity from that employer. Mm-hmm. And uniquely, our employers through our marketplace get to build a contingent labor workforce, which has tra- traditionally been kind of outsourced to a third party agency. Mm-hmm. So giving corporate organizations the ability to build their own elasticity, if you will, in their workforce mm-hmm. and their own contingent labor, mm-hmm. connecting them together actively to mm-hmm. pursue an opportunity is kind of one of our big core tenants. Wow. That, that's a really interesting take on how you've been able to transform your career and your experiences and tie that into the growth of SkillGig. So in what other ways have you been able to grow and scale SkillGigs? Well, you know, I think one of the, so when you think about a marketplace, you need buyers and you need sellers. You need employers that have a need for talent and you need talent that has the skills that the employers need. Mm-hmm. Um, and like anything else, you want to kind of create an environment where you're generating um, uh, activity on both sides mm-hmm. of that marketplace. Mm-hmm. But like most, we typically start with a talent. So I think when we think about scaling our talent, it's really creating an environment to where talent has the freedom, the transparency and the empowerment as a contractor that they basically had to give up due to the third party agency business model for the last 50 years. Mm-hmm. So giving them the ability to have to control their pay rate, um, have a marketplace that can tell them whether their pay rate is accurate based on their skills because the buyers provide them feedback, mm-hmm. give them an environment to create a dynamic profile, something mm-hmm. that's you know not necessarily two dimensional like a resume. Mm-hmm. Give them the ability most uniquely to create, again, the skill listing or the product. So you take a digital professional that's had a 10 or 15 year career. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they've got multiple skills that they can apply to the right contract opportunity. Mm-hmm. So we give them the ability to create those products in the marketplace. So now when they're matching to jobs or employers are engaging them, they can actually be, um, you'd say, creating a larger opportunity for them to be able to find work by not being one dimensional based off of just the way a 3D, a 2D, two dimensional resume would present their skills. So it started there to say that there's a new place for digital talent to, to build a profile, to have direct access to employers that truly own the contract versus, you know, kind of distributing that contract to another agency 
which our data tells us most companies have up to 12 staffing vendors and agency relationships. So you can imagine the dispersion of those opportunities that go out to potentially thousands upon thousands of talented digital professionals that may never have their resume see the light of day to a hiring manager. Right. So those elements of uh, transparency, empowerment and control uh, and is is a big piece of where we drove the scaled side of the talent marketplace today. So today we have about 36,000 digital professionals globally in the marketplace that grows by about 100 a day. Um, and a lot of times it grows not only from you know our, our marketing that we do to let them know that we exist and there's a tremendous amount of value coming your way, but also basically by word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Now, transversely, you have a marketplace of talent, then you need buyers. And so a lot of what we're doing today is educating corporate organizations, corporate recruiting and talent acquisition organizations mm-hmm. on giving them something that they've never had before, which is a direct access to talent to build a contingent workforce. Okay. Um, historically, as you can, as I mentioned earlier, they would have to have their hiring managers work with up to 12 or more staffing vendors, basically outsourcing that to multiple companies in order to build that contingent workforce. And, you know, COVID, for example, you know, really required companies to rethink about business continuity completely differently. So companies of all sizes today are rethinking that ratio of full-time headcount to contingent headcount. Mm-hmm. And giving the employers more control of their costs, their investments, their ability to be incentivized by buying volume through our marketplace, which lowers their cost of acquisition, mm-hmm. is a big piece of why we have companies of, of, of all sizes, but particularly large Fortune 500 to Fortune 100 organizations wanting to have more control and empowerment to access talent and build that contingent workforce. Mm-hmm. So at SkillGigs, have you seen a higher level of engagement with your talent because you remove that third party and it allows the company to work directly with the employer? Absolutely. In fact, engagement rate is something that we is a KPI that's very important to our platform. Um, if you think about other organizations out there, I won't name any names, but I think we can understand a lot of the, the companies out there that provide some form of sourcing capability or technology. Mm-hmm. Again, it's very one dimensional. Um, it's a resume, not a person for the most part. The resumes are there in perpetuity and a lot of times the jobs are there in perpetuity. So the, the accessibility and engagement mm-hmm. typically goes down. Mm-hmm. Volume is big, but if you're not connecting it, it's really not very valuable to either party. Mm-hmm. So what we kind of monitor is a couple of things. A, the the gigs or the jobs and the contracts that are published in our marketplace are there for no longer than 30 days. They have to be renewed by the buyer. Second of all, we look at engagement rates. So engagement rate is when a buyer um, it reaches out to a talent in what we call a bid, which means that they 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 are able to input their desired hourly rate, which is what skill gigs will build them. So we don't tell them what we're going to build them. That generates a pay rate for the talent. The talent can accept or deny that, or they can rebid based off of the information in that particular uh, job posting. Mm -hmm. That is engagement. That is active engagement. So one of the things that we track is what is the engagement rate and then also the bid to accept rate of our platform. And so our data tells us that we're increasing that by 40 to 50% over most other different boards because now corporate recruiters are actually being able to engage and can, can conduct a messaging using messaging through our platform with talent to determine whether or not 
they're interested, not interested, available or not. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge, I think, value add to a to a direct sourcing, active sourcing marketplace is that if you're not engaging talent and you're not getting the response rates you need from the marketplace, um, then you're not going to be able to um, a, a accomplish what we're there to do is connect people to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is there a specific industry that seems to, to utilize skill gigs more than other or is there a specific vertical? Talk to me a little bit about that. Well, yeah. So, you know, in, in this day and age, you know, almost every company is a tech company. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, it now the demands for that tech worker are differently scale. You know, they scale differently based on industry, of course. And so mm-hmm. you can kind of look at a few industries that tend to have a high demand of, of skilled IT digital workers, such as the mm-hmm. finance industry, the high tech industry. We're seeing a lot of CPG and retail companies that are really making major investments in digital because they're thinking about new ways to create their own privatized e-commerce businesses versus relying on the Amazons of the world, for example, to curate their, their products. And so you can see those three verticals kind of, you know, from a standpoint of demand, um, you know, uh, you know, year over year being, you know, fairly high. Um, startup companies, startup companies that are trying to scale and they're building product um, and their product gets successful. They're going to continue to invest in digital talent. Mm-hmm. So those are some of the, you know, I would look at some industries that are, you know, kind of prevailing. But again, we want to democratize the access of our marketplace for companies of all sizes um, when it comes to building um, out their uh, their workforce and accessing that. And and ultimately, you know, one of our taglines is, you know, no need to call a third party agency when you can become the one you always wanted to be, which is basically enabling them to have that functionality in-house versus having to give it out to another organization, which mm-hmm. works at their pace. It's mm-hmm. costly. It's biased. They're not necessarily always going to get access to the talent that they want, depending on the hierarchy of where they stand within the clients mm-hmm. that that agency works for. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting, too, because you allow at Skill Gigs to give the company the ability to say, you know, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm not rather than another party or an agency saying, I don't think they would be a good fit. It gives, you know, that company the autonomy to make decisions for themselves, I imagine. Absolutely. Again, I think that when it comes to hiring an IT worker, the companies that already have IT departments and they've built, um, you know, internal infrastructure of leaders and, and technical leaders, they're the experts. There's no reason to think that a third party agency is more skilled to determine that match than that particular buyer, right? Mm-hmm. Now we use we use um, AI technology in our platform that allows curation to be accelerated. You know, mm-hmm. so one of the ways that we do that is through skill indexes and skill mm-hmm. indices, and so. The employer can build basically what we call a density of that job based on a percentage weighting of a skill that's most in demand for that job. Mm-hmm. We use that as a, as a matching sequence to curate talent with their skill index, which they do a similar function, breaking down the mm-hmm. weighting of skills that they've used predominantly over their career. Mm-hmm. So those things help accelerate curation. But again, the experts are the people that need that talent mm-hmm. and we want to give them direct access to that talent to make that decision. And then again, use technology to remove a lot of the costly inefficiency and bias middle layers that come with the, the third party agency business model. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So to generate revenue, does skill gigs bill the companies that it's looking to um, assist? Mm-hmm. So we make our revenue is generated through subscription. So we do um, we do require our employers to subscribe to the platform with a mm-hmm. licensing model um, that unlocks incentives for them. So we look at hiring volume, we look at buying volume historically year over year, and we apply the right subscription that makes sense to feel they can maximize their discount incentives mm-hmm. that we pass along. Again, we can pass along these incentives because of the way our business model operates compared Mm -hmm. to third-party agency. Mm -hmm. Talent Mm -hmm. never pays a dime to be in our marketplace. Our platform is free to talent to build their profiles. Mm -hmm. Um, There's no cost to them to be in our marketplace. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we do provide uh, what we consider, you know, I can call it a payrolling service Mm -hmm. or employee of record service so that all of these contractors are W-2 contractors of skill gigs Mm -hmm. once they're hired by the employer. Okay. Um, This allows our employers to go and get uh, contingent labor for um, longer term contracts um, comparatively to other talent marketplaces Mm -hmm. that are promoting uh, what we would consider a 1099 worker, which has a lot more conditions around employee misclassifications and, you know, really promoting more microservices versus a macro service where I'm I'm hiring a contingent worker to be an extension of my team um, that I have today or to handle a long a longer term project. Mm-hmm. And so we do make we do make we do have revenue that's generated on the contract value mm-hmm. um, of that particular placement over the life of that placement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that again talking about engagement, knowing that it's a subscription, you know, a subscription type service that drives engagement because based on how much engagement and how many people they're employing, that changes their subscription. Am I hearing that right? Yeah. So their subscription value, again, it's based on one of the things that we like to understand when we talk to a company is um, historical spend volume, or, or you can also say historical hiring volume. So if you have a customer that's in, you know, Maybe let's just say from a hiring volume perspective, we're hiring anywhere from 25 to 100 contractors a year. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a subscription plan that fits that type of buying cycle, mm-hmm. which also provides a discounting program based on volume of hiring that really goes hard line right at the hourly rate that they're generating. So yeah. we can pass along reduced savings, lowering cost of acquisition to our customers as they uh, adopt and use the platform form even more. Mm-hmm. Um, for some of our larger customers, which have a high demand of man, we actually have a rebate program. So there's a rebate program that we pass along annually mm-hmm. uh, based on that consumption. Again, these are things that we can provide because of the way our business model is generated. And you know, when you think about a, an organization that needs to you know, expand and contract with demands of their business, Um, And needing to have direct access to that contingent workforce Mm -hmm. and to be able to do it to lower costs over time. It's a very compelling um, uh, business business opportunity for the employers that leverage our technology. Yeah. And it sounds like that's one of the ways that Skill Gigs is able to stand out is providing those incentives and really working with the company. And what other ways would you say that Skill Gigs stands out from its competition? Um, I will. I think one of the things that does make us unique, I hit on this a little bit a minute ago, is uh, is the bidding functionality, right? So we now we create an environment to where our users are empowered to control their costs and and their income, right? So 
when a talent is into the marketplace, uh, and let me back up, we also provide intelligent hiring data for both parties. Mm-hmm. So it's something through a technology we have that provides real market values associated mm-hmm. to skills and, and a job itself. But we're creating an environment to where what's generated to create connection is we want to get the dollars and cents out of the way first. And you know, a lot of data tells us that IT workers are seeking more of that type of information. And you're actually seeing a lot of data that says if you want your job, no matter whether it's a permanent job or a contract job to be seriously considered, you need to put your pay, what you're going to pay them up front. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies are still, you know, not ready to adopt that. So in our model, being it's a contracting environment, yeah. um, we're creating a bidding capability to create that engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, this, the platform generates the bill rate on behalf of the, uh, the bid coming from the talent when they mm-hmm. control their hourly, their desired hourly rate. Mm-hmm. And then vice versa, when the, the employer bids a talent, they're controlling their hourly rate that we will bill them mm-hmm. and generating a pay rate for the talent. What's great about that is they both get to accept or deny. Mm-hmm. The marketplace will determine whether or not they are in sync. And mm-hmm. if they're not, they can both rebid each other in order to find that right, that right healthy medium. Uh-huh. The big part is we just stay out of the way. We do not. We have no component of negotiation in our business. Yeah. Model. We allow the the our users to take care of that. Yeah. So that's one area I think that's unique for us that I think is going to be big for as we scale into next year. Uh-huh. Um, and the other elements that we're thinking about that I, I believe is also unique is the way we're quantifying a skill set. And the mm-hmm. way we're thinking about it through the indices and the densities. Mm-hmm. Um, again, we want to promote a non-biased marketplace. It's a skills-driven marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to create technology. And we've created technology to quantify those skills and to allow people the ability to let that speak for themselves mm-hmm. versus any other, um, you know, sub, unsub, you know some con- subconscious bias that can be part of the hiring process. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another area that we believe is to be a big part of promotion mm-hmm. um, and then mobility you know engage you know ability you know part of the engagement cap- component of what we talked about already is that both of the user experience can we live in a mobile environment today has to drive the ability to access the the, the connection of each other in, in an environment that's this mobility driven mm-hmm. um, the last thing I want to mention I think it's important to think about and it's on the tips of the tongue of everything we talk about today is remote and hybrid work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, most people don't realize that IT professionals in the world of IT um, um, staffing and outsourcing, it's been a remote service for 20 years for, mm-hmm. for the most part. COVID accelerated this thought, this this mindset of remote work and hybrid work that's mm-hmm. starting to affect you know, bigger parts of a company's um, labor workforce. Um, We're in a world today to where we've shifted from an employer market to an employee market. And for digital professionals that, you know, have a desire to work from anywhere they want on their terms and the way they want, we promote that in our marketplace. And for employers that are wanting to have a boundaryless access of digital talent, and it doesn't have to be in market, our marketplace gives them the ability to hire talent all over North America as well as globally. Okay, interesting. So say I was talent or a company looking to engage with skill gigs, where would I go to be able to do that? 
Yeah, so I think that one of the first things you hit is our, our website at www.skillgigs.com. Um, it's an opportunity to learn more about what we do, how we do it, where we've done it. Um, it's also an opportunity for employers to request more information as well as connection with one of our enterprise sales reps for a demonstration of the platform. Um, for talent, it's where they can go to learn more about what it means to be in our marketplace, what it means to bid for opportunities and some of those benefits, of course, as well as for them to sign up to sign up into the marketplace. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the first places I would look. Um, we also are um, have our, our social channels as well through Facebook and Instagram, um, which I would I definitely uh, ask people to kind of check out. You can actually have uh, venues and uh, ways to open into learning more about us from a buyer perspective as well as a talent perspective. Interesting, interesting. So is there anything else kind of in conclusion that you would want our listeners to know about either skill gigs or about direct sourcing? Well, you know, again, this has been a great venue. I really appreciate the opportunity to share more about what we're doing with skill gigs. You know, I think that the when I when I think about, you know, where we want to leave off, it, it, it's about empowerment and transparency. And it starts with talent and the worker to be, you know, it's almost a sense of what we're here to do is invert the power equation from those that used to have it to those that deserve it. So those that used to have it was a third party agency business model that controlled access. Um, we're giving it to those that deserve it. Those that deserve it as a talent as well as the employer. And we're creating a place and reimagining the way you can connect and and with a with the next generation digital professional that I believe is going to help us continue to change the way uh, the future of work gets distributed. That's really interesting. And I, I like how you said that it is a way to benefit the because it is an employee market now. Um, mm -hmm. So being able to give them the skills that you know, they can, they can show what they are able to do beyond a piece of paper or beyond that, that two dimensional resume, like you said. So one last question before we mm -hmm. head out, what sure. would be one thing, uh, both personally and professionally, you hope to be celebrating in this next year? Ooh, personally and professionally, uh, you know, so I think on, on a professional note, you know, our goal is to, to surpass over 100,000 um, talents in our marketplace mm -hmm. in 2023. So that's a that's a really big goal. Mm -hmm. And we know uh, in, in, a, in a concert with that, we're definitely looking at anywhere from 10 to 15 Xing our buyers in the marketplace. Again, wow. we exist to create connection. And so 2023 is a big year for, you know, skill gigs, skill gigs, um, its continued growth and its continued adoption in the market. So those are so those are some pretty two big things. Um, you know, on a personal note, uh, my three and a half year old is uh, getting into uh, getting ready to get into a flag football. And my oldest is going to be getting ready to graduate next year. So uh, looking forward to that in 2023. So. Oh, those are great personal and professional things to be looking forward to. Uh, well, everybody, this was Brad. He's again, he's the president of uh, Skill Skill Gigs. Great conversation about skills driven marketplace and direct uh, direct sourcing and active sourcing. I think this was great. I really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you so much, Kelsey. It was a pleasure being here. Um, talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Brad. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.